Prisoner Number 4, written by Van Fulfs. He has to do it, to hurl his entire body against the bars. It does no good at all. His flesh simply bounces off the thick iron. Prisoner Number 4, what the hell are you doing? The guard's angry shout echoes down the corridor. None of us had names here, only the numbers on our cells. Prisoner number four says nothing, only slams again. The iron bars never bulge. All they do is leave a dull, heavy ache in number four's pointed shoulders. Now instead of shouting, the guards came running in. Number four, what's it going to take to make you understand? He said. Do you want to be thrown into solitary? Yes, he would cry. How long had he been here? He never mentioned who he was or what he had done before this place. His entire mind was occupied by the prison and thoughts of escape. I tried speaking to him. He would rarely respond. And even then, he seemed to talk more to himself. Number four ignores the guards. He has been to solitary many times before. He knows he has been branded a highly rebellious prisoner, but he can't help himself. Something squirmed inside of him. He was afraid. We had all experienced prisons before. All the men here thought they were used to living alone, but none of us had ever experienced anything like this. There were walls on three sides made of rough granite, and 24 strong cast iron bars with a rectangle frame for the door. And there was prisoner number four. But beyond that, there could be anything. These walls were made so we never could look at each other, never feel one another's presence. The others whispered, but their echoes distorted their words making them difficult to understand. The total lack of view paralyzes any sense of reality. Prisoners came and went. Conversations you thought had never happened. People you thought were there might never be there. Time seemed to uncoil and fall apart down here. The pragmatic flow stagnating like a river turning to a bog. You could lose track of everything in this pitch black world. I have never understood that phrase, pitch black, until I had come down here. Prisoner number four made sure I knew. Pitch is a black tar that comes from wood to solution when set in heavy conditions or temperatures. Sticky, black, immovable tar. The kind that once it's on you, he says, it stays. The only way to remove the tar is to get rid of the skin, too. The true punishment of prison is neither to rob a man of his freedom nor to force him through loneliness. The true punishment is allowing human souls to rot. Perhaps because he was aware of this, or because there was simply nothing else to do, prisoner number four again slammed himself into the bars with renewed vigor. There is not the remote chance doing so will ever break a bar. I don't think he even hoped to escape that way. Still, he does it repeatedly. He can't help himself again and again. The guards pull him out of his cage. He is pulled past me. I can't hear their bodies moving. I crawl forward and reach out my hand which brushes part of his leg. I can feel him. Oh God, I can feel him and he can feel me. And time begins to flow again, if only for a short while. There are many bodies here. I can smell them, hear them. And after the years, months, and days I have been down here, I'm beginning to see them too. Now that number four is gone, I began paying more attention to those around me. I can hear them more clearly now. They tell me terrible things of what they have done to themselves, to others, and what they want to do to me. I've began to slam my body against the bars.
prisoner number five. What the hell are you doing? You want me to throw you in solitary? Yes, I would cry. Anything to get away from the other prisoners. I can see them now. Their vague forms shimmer in the inky blackness. Twisted mockeries of human figures. I slam the bars harder now. To my surprise, they give and snap. The words written on my cell mocking me with their writings. Solitary confinement. Inside the shuffling madness whispers calling me, crippling my consciousness and driving me away through the labyrinthine tunnels of the prison. Instinct alone carried me forward. Pure, primal fear. Gripping the bars beyond the cages in the hidden alleys of this tomb, I saw the most detestable shapes. They didn't chase or attack. They simply followed me, whispering hideous tongues that played my mind and clouded my thoughts. For hours, days, or maybe minutes, I ran through those tunnels. Finally, as if in a dream, a small slit of light appeared to me. And with my remaining facilities, I pulled as hard as I could, flinging the door open. The sun's brilliant light blotted out everything, permanently blinding me. Managing to find shelter and thoughtful souls who gave me food, I lived on with the simple life of a beggar. But in the dead of night, when the moon is blotted out by clouds, and only the pitchest of black remains, I can see the other prisoners still. Withering, twisting, and as always, 